Robert coming at you here for another Elon Daily for today, January 30th, 2020. Wow, still recovering. Such a big day yesterday. We had the Starlink launch in the morning, quite early our time, and a success. Starlink uh, Falcon 9 was the three-time used Falcon 9, took off flawlessly, took the payload up into space. We landed it back on, of course, I still love you, the drone ship. They managed to catch one of the two fairings, which is awesome. It's just like how it was when they were first trying to catch the, the boosters. The boosters would come down. They would miss the drone ship. They would land too hard. There was a lot of fire. You have to go back like 40 launches ago. This was like their 49th successful recovery of the booster, which is really, really awesome. The amazing stats on this thing. I mean, it's like 70 meters tall. It carries a million pounds of propellant. Wow. So now we have like over 200 SpaceX uh, Starlink satellites in orbit. It looks like it's probably somewhere around 240, 235. A few of them haven't worked. A few of them, they lost, they lost control of like three of them. So they figure they're just going to deorbit using uh, sort of like gravity and drag. But still, we're well on our way to getting a working constellation like I talked about yesterday. Uh, they talked about continuing to work on a dark sat experiment. I expect they're using something like the super black paint that was developed in England to make those satellites less visible to astronomers and not mess up the night sky so that they can image and they continue to do their astronomy thing. They're heading for that magic 480 satellites to begin service in North America, but they're going to need a number of thousands of them to really start the service to roll out towards all of the peoples. But the Falcon 9s can only carry 60 of the satellites at a time. That's why I'm so excited about Starship. I want that Starship to get going so that they can start launching 400 at a time. Congratulations to the SpaceX team. Such a thrill to watch, and I'm so glad they give us such great coverage. And you can watch it from anywhere. I watched it on a cell phone. Amazing. So let's move on. Yesterday we had the Tesla fourth quarter 2019 financial results, which also included the year-end results. Big packet download somewhere around 1 o'clock in the afternoon Pacific time. Went through it, and then they had the call. So good news, cash is up. They've got almost a million dollars on hand. They're third quarter level was uh, like about 400,000. So that's quite an increase. Like this is because of the increased sales. Sales are up. Uh, Elon gave a lot of good detail. Uh, the fourth quarter was another strong quarter. There was 112,000 deliveries. That's sort of old news. They got 20 billion in revenue and he likes to grind it in that that's without any organized advertising. So high five to all the Tesla fans out there for helping to spread the word and to move people towards sustainable transition uh, transportation. So Fremont, he noted, the Fremont plant is producing so many cars, it's like at the level of the Numi plant. That was the plant that they took over that had once existed. It was a Toyota GM combination. They've never produced more cars on that property. They show in the pictures that are in the packet, a difference in the layout of how the cars pass through the Fremont factory compared to the Shanghai factory, and it is like night and day. The Shanghai factory is 
Well, they said that they've learned so much in creating that factory that the car flow is completely organic. It just looks like it should be, and Fremont isn't. There's all these turns and twists and back and forth, and it probably makes it a lot slower, a lot less efficient. So as we go forward with Gigafactory Berlin and Gigafactory, I don't know what's after that, then we're going to see even increased efficiencies, lower cost makes the electric vehicles more affordable i'm just so excited about that talked about model y that it's been uh, 10 months since they introduced model y to us at the model y event and now they're starting to put them out there's in fact three photographs in the packet i'll put the link in the show notes that show model y on the assembly line there's one picture from fremont that shows at least seven cars it's kind of like as far as you can see the body in white those are the metallic bodies that haven't yet been uh they didn't put the body panels on they haven't painted it yet it's in the body shop and it's pretty impressive with all of the robots arcing over them uh, there's a couple more pictures in there. They show the prototype versus the production vehicle. Looks pretty much the same. And all the trim is blacked out, which is kind of cool since so many people are using uh, aftermarket customizers to black out the chrome on their cars. I guess uh, Franz finally gave it up and the Model Y will be all blacked out. Elon noted that the EPA actually upped the range for the Model Y because it has an increased efficiency that they didn't, well, they didn't tell us about. So the range has increased to 315 miles, which is 12.5% farther on a full charge. Wow. They also said that the range has been creeping up on Model S and Model X, but they haven't bothered to tell anybody because to really put it out there and make it official, they would have to reapply to the EPA to get that revised. And it's just something they don't have the time for. They're so focused on all these other projects and ramping up the Model 3 in China. So that's okay. I'm good with that. But they noted that Model S is up to 380 miles of range, and Elon said they are closing in on 400, and that should be soon. One of the investors, one of the institutional investors, asked them, why don't you change over from the 18650 cells, those are the old cells, to the new 21700 cells, which are in the Model 3 and in the power packs, and Elon said, why? Why? Those three, the, the cell chemistries that they're using is the same. It's just the form factor. And they've got the system already up, all the manufacturing running. Why change it? Why like flip things and, and expend energy when you don't have to? They're working fine for the Model S and the Model X. So we're just going to leave it the way it is. Elon talked about Cybertruck. Cybertruck demand is, quote, amazing incredible the product is better than people realize he says you don't even know how good it is they said they've gotten so many reservations that they're going to be able to sell every single cyber truck they make and they're working on that but because of battery cells they're constrained so cyber truck and the semi are both constrained because they can't make enough batteries I find that kind of disturbing. I'm looking forward to the Battery Investor Day. I thought it was going to be sometime this month, but they announced that this quarter, this first quarter of 2020 is going to be so busy for them. They're not going to be able to do the Battery Investor Day. So it's going to be in April. 
I sure hope we get an invite so that we can be there and digest all of the information that they're going to download on us. Elon was noting that in 2018, they just had broken even when it comes to uh, money and finances, but in 2019, they are billion in free cash flow, despite building out the Gigafactory in Shanghai and building up for the Model Y uh, production line here in California. This is all really good news. Elon said over and over again, he's very excited and he's looking forward to all of the, the things that are coming down the pipeline, like Model Y, Giga Berlin, the semi, the solar glass roof, the Cybertruck, battery packs and increasing battery production, full self-driving, the Roadster, and he said, quote, a bunch of other products too. Hmm. We're going to have to talk about this on the big show, the Talking Tesla One Plus big show, which will probably go down. We're probably going to lay that one down early next week after Mel gets back from Australia. I was expecting them to tell us that Model Y was going to drop and start being delivered in February, but they said, no, it's going to be later this quarter. But they've already broken ground on the Model Y plant in Shanghai. So they're building a separate building I wonder if it's going to be as big as the first. I expect so, since everybody is anticipating Model Y will outsell Model 3. That's going to be fun to watch. I can't wait to see more drone flyovers. They noted that the coronavirus might mess up things a bit. As far as profit and such go, they had to close the Shanghai factory because of a government order. There's a lot of lockdowns and a lot of closures and a lot of disruption in the in the supply chain in China over the coronavirus. So we're going to have to wait and see where that goes. There were lots of questions from both institutional investors and retail investors. Retail investors really got us like a high five, both from Elon and from some of the institutional investors. So maybe they'll start listening more to podcasts and some of the folks who are out there who are really telling it like it is. This is enough. This is Robert. I'm going to let the rest of the earnings call be discussed on the big show, the main show. And lastly, my show wouldn't be complete without thinking back. What happened on this day, January 30th in 1969? It was the last performance by the Beatles, an impromptu concert on the roof of Apple Records in London. And what song did they play? Okay. Okay. Thank you.